Hi, everyone. It's Em and Liv. And we're back Was that so funny? Yes. Wait, hang on. I scared Emily. She looked like one of those babies that, like, falls down like one of those fainting sheep for a second. It was great. Today, we're doing another Paranormal Stories of a Medium with Liv's mom. Mama, 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 medium. With Liv's mom. <laughs> I don't feel like I fit in today. <laughs> we're just at 100%, like, the usual. <laughs> I'm really excited about quesadillas. Isn't it what stories are we doing? <laughs> what? Isn't it quesadillas? Quesadillas. Quesadillas? Quesadillas. Oh, that. Q-U-E-S-adillas. <laughs> 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 we're doing paranormal stories of a medium. I think we're going to start with Carol and the barn fire. Because if you haven't noticed, my mom's here. Hi. <laughs> and uh, she's going to tell us a story that she's had because she's a medium. A medium. That wears a large clothes. You're a fake. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm bored of being extra large at this point in my life. If they call it manopause for a reason, you turn into a man, you start going here in weird places, lose your waistline, your voice gets deeper, you know, stuff like that. Cool beans. Let's talk about Carol and the barn fire. <laughs> Too much information. So I feel like we've talked about this before, but I was told no. But I've talked about it so many times that I might just be having some like weird medium deja vu kind of thing. I don't know. For sure. For sure. So I used to have a radio show. I was the Monday morning medium drive with Julie. <laughs> wow, that really tapers off at the end. It does. You have to have like the cue the music, and there was no cue the music for this, so it kind of fell a little flat. Well, we do it again. I can do it. I can do it. I don't really know what the music was. It was. Like I'm gonna weird... make it up. Come on, just go. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good. That was a good guess. Uh, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. The Monday morning ba, ba, medium ba, ba, drive da, 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 ba, ba, da, with Julie. Ba, ba, Monday morning medium drive. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. <laughs> so um, when I would get to the disc jockey, I would be with my headphones sideways on my head. I'd have at least one on and my face smushed up against the counter with my arms dangling behind the counter at 5 a.m. in the morning because our cast was from seven to uh, 6 to 7. I don't do the mornings. It's not my thing. So he would say, you know, hey, wake up. You're the Monday morning medium. Your face is on the countertop. Your cheek is slung over the side. Are you drooling on yourself? And I'm like, might be. Honestly, <laughs> what you're doing right now. <laughs> Basically. I'm propping myself up with my elbows. Listen, 6 o'clock in the morning is really early. So anyway, he said, well, you're the medium. You're supposed to be awake or something. Don't you have to, like, write stuff down? Aren't you supposed to be, like, I don't know, rubbing a crystal ball or, you know, rolling some rocks together and a little hat that you're going to put on later? And I'm like, no, but I left my robe in the car. He's like, stop. I said, you stop. So I said, okay, write down Carol. He goes, what? What? Huh? What? He would get all, like, pensive. I'm like, just write down Carol. He's like, why am I writing it down? I said, write it down as my face is still on the side of the counter. And the music is cueing, and he's getting ready to point to me in, in five, four, three, two, one. And I'm like, Carol. So I feel like today we're going to hear from someone named Carol. Um, and I had him write down 608. Um, and this was like at 6 o'clock. We actually started on time for once. And we were talking. He's like, the phones are already going crazy. He's like, so we're waiting. And I said, well, I had him write down the name Carol the time. No, it was 618. Carol, 618, and a fire, and a barn. So... 
we had a couple calls, and you know, it, with a radio show like that, our calls would last. It was only an hour show, so most of the calls I took were about two and a half to three and a half minutes long maximum, which is like mediumship at the speed of light. It was just like, it was crazy. And when I was first propositioned with this opportunity, I thought, I can't do this. I can't read people over the phone, let alone over the phone on the radio. Yes, I can. It was crazy. Um, And I was pushed by that with my spiritual advisor many years ago um, to break out into that because she saw that I had the talent for that. I did not at all. Anyway, I had him I had him write down uh, the name Carol, and I don't know anybody named Carol. I know one person, but this was not an association with her that I could see. Um, the time 618 in the barn and the fire and a small boy. So we uh, got a phone call at about 15 minutes after 6, and the woman answered the phone. He said, hey, welcome. You know, thank you for calling the radio station. You know, call numbers, and you're, you're on with uh, the Monday morning medium. Julie, go ahead. What's your question? She's like, so... I have a question. I said, okay. And she's like, my daughter is having a baby. And they have these tests now with ultrasound. And it's like crazy. Like you can actually see the face. It's like a photograph. And her and her husband came over to show us pictures. And they were announcing that they were having a boy. And it was their first baby. So they were excited about that. And she showed me the picture of the baby. And I just lost it. And I really couldn't say anything to anybody in my she family. She showed you the picture of the baby over the telephone? No, her daughter oh, uh, uh, showed her the, the sonogram photos of the, of the grandchild, the grandson that was still in uterus of her, with her daughter. And she said, it was a picture that I knew. It was the face that I had known in my past. And I said, oh, now, as she was telling me this as a medium, all of my spirits, souls, whatever, they come in on my right-hand side up over my shoulder. And this particular one was on my left side, and it was jumping in front of me. And all the years I've been a medium, I've never had that happen. Everything's on the left, like clockwork, tried and true, never changes. You mean the right? I mean, I'm sorry, on the right, yes, thank you. Wait, it's the same for you that it is for Liv? Yes. You have a spirit side and a psychic side? Really? I don't know if I have a psychic side so much as I have what I call like my reincarnation coming back at you kind of side. So they whip around to the left, and instead of being behind me over my shoulder, they're in front of me off to the side kind of like catty corner, um, but on the left and in front. So as a psychic, anything that happens, if I'm talking, for instance, and there's another famous psychic who would also do this. Her name is Doris Straka. I think I've talked about her in the past. She was amazing. Um, she would say, if I'm motioning to you in front of me, That means in the past, or in the future, rather. If I point behind myself with my hand and I wave behind my head, it's something that's happened in the past. If I put my hand out in front of me with a bent wrist in a circle in front, right in front of me, that's something currently, presently that's happening or is going to happen very soon. So there we have our past, our present, and our future. Behind, in front of, and out in front of. And that's very true because I, I don't know about you, Olivia, but that's how I pick up things too. There's like a specific bodily orientation of where my information comes in. Uh, I get psychic information on my left-hand side, and I do get past, present, and future Across behind me, in front of me, or to the side, and in front of me for future things. But I've been Is it predominantly on your left side, though? Or is it yes. Okay. But I... I understand now if I get information on my right-hand side and it's about psychic information, I know that a spirit or the soul that I'm talking to for my client is the one that's giving me the past, present, or future information. But if they ask me 
past, present, or future information, and it's not attached to a soul that's in spirit, my spirit guides give me the information and everything comes in on my left because it's not associated with somebody that's passed in heaven. Okay. Sorry if that's confusing. No, that makes sense. So, so do when you get information from a spirit, it comes in on the left too? No, from the right. If I'm getting... But if they're giving you past, present, and future... I see the information on my left-hand side, but I know it's coming from my right-hand side. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> there, okay. It's just that delineation, that separation between the spirit side and the psychic, the medium side and the psychic side. Yeah, <clears throat> and I do get in front, next to, and behind for and I'm, past, I'm present, future. I'm sure Olivia's talked about this. I think I have, but understand, and I don't want to speak out of turn, so correct me if I'm wrong, but you can be a psychic that does not make you a medium and a lot of people I like to tell them that for a couple of reasons because if you're going to see a psychic understand what their abilities are and are not so before you see a psychic with all due respect and trash them about what kind of information they gave you or did not give you understand that there's three gifts for psychics past present future not all psychics can 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 um delineate between those three levels of knowledge as a psychic some only have present information some only have past some only have future and I can't stress that enough like I said if you're hearing this and not all psychics understand that either and that's no fault of their own they just don't know what you I mean you don't know what you don't know so you know if you, if you go to see a psychic and they give a great reading and you get all this really cool information and knowledge for what you were looking for and then you tell a friend and the friend says well they were terrible I don't know what you thought was so great maybe you were looking for information that's happening in the future and they were good at that or dialed into that and your friend that you suggested was looking for things to rectify that happened in their past well then that particular psychic is of course going to give them a bad reading is it really a bad reading or is it just an uninformed person I mean, you know, it's, it's like the news stations right now. If you're looking for one political viewpoint, but you're watching a radio or a news station that's politically skewed in a different direction, you're not going to get to hear what you want to hear or be told what you want to be told. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Psychics do not talk to the dead, and that's just the way it goes. So if you're looking to talk to a family member, don't go see just a psychic. Go see a psychic medium. Now, having said that again, you can be psychic, but that does not make you a medium. If you're a medium you are automatically a psychic by default. Our psychic ability is what helps fuel and direct our mediumship. Does that make sense, Liv? It's because souls use past, present, and future things to explain right. things not only about themselves to us so that we can talk to the client, but also things that are going on in our clients' lives. It's literally right. how they communicate. They go together. It's like a pair of tennis shoes and shoelaces. You can find a pair of tennis shoes and run, but if you don't have laces to put it all together, you're going to fall out of your shoes and you're going to fall on your face. Mm -hmm. They have to go together. They have to. So, like I said, psychics do not necessarily have mediumship ability, but all mediums do have psychic ability. How does this tie into Carol with the barn fire? So, Carol <clears throat> was telling me that she saw a picture of a baby and that that baby was a baby that she had known in her past, but she couldn't tell anybody that because it was when she was very, very small. So when she was a little girl, her family lived out on a farm pretty isolated from the neighbors. Um, everybody had, you know, 50, 60, 100 plus acres. So the houses were very far and few between, very rural. There was a huge snowstorm and the power was knocked out. So they were surviving on oil lamps. And her father was concerned because her mother, if I remember correctly, had gone a few farms down to help somebody with something that was giving birth. I don't know if it was another person or a cow or what, but she went up the road to go help somebody 
and he was at home with the children, which was her and her two brothers. He had a situation where he had to go outside. He was worried that she was going to be coming back on her own in the storm before it got really bad, but there was no power. So she told Carol to stay in the house and watch her two brothers. Well, according to Carol, who was at the time, I think, nine, eight or nine years old, she was very young. She had like a three- and a five-year-old brother. <clears throat> they, um, she got worried. She got scared. She was a child, and so she told her brothers to stay in the house, told her oldest brother, who was not that old, to stay with the younger brother because she was going to go up the street and try to find, up the road, and try to find her father and her mother. So, I mean, you know, a three-year-old and a five-year-old maybe not so worried about where mom and dad is at because the older sister's there, but the older sister is worried. You know, she's more cognizant of what if mom and dad don't come back? What am I going to do? So she, in a way, went against her father's orders, and she left the house to go find her parents. While she was gone, there was apparently a fire. And I had told the disc jockey, I said, someone named Carol, 618, there's a barn, there's a fire. Now, I will say that originally when I heard the, the, the number 618, I was thinking like June 18th. In my mind, I was thinking of a time um, or a place in time, not necessarily just a time. But interestingly enough, after the show was over, we looked at it. She actually called in at 6.15, but we were talking about so much, and she was telling me about her daughter when she was young and blah, blah, blah. And then I finally said to her at 6.18, I said, I usually ask my, my clients immediately, you know, what's your name? Because they know mine. And I didn't ask her. She said, oh, and at 6.18, when we listened back to her at 6.18 is when she said, my name is Carol. So it was just really, I don't know, it was just kind of interesting. So when we were talking here, um, this little boy popped up. And I said, Carol, I said, did your brother, she was really having a hard time telling the story. I said, Carol, did your youngest brother perish in the fire? And she said, yes, he did. I left the house, and the house, they, they tipped over a lantern. When my father got back, he never told anybody what happened. He took the blame for my brother's death. He didn't tell my mom or anybody that I had left the house, and he wouldn't let me tell anybody. He said, don't you say a word. He said, I will, I will handle this. It's my job. I'm the adult. I'm your father. I have to protect you. He kept telling me I have to protect you. And so it was just a very sweet, very melancholy story about how, you know, basically she screwed up, and that was going to probably haunt her for the rest of her life that her brother had died basically because of her irresponsibility and not listening to her father. Did her brother, her older brother make it out? Yeah, the two of them survived. The little brother did not. But my point is when this woman called me, she was really freaked out because this picture of this unborn grandson of hers looked exactly like her brother that had passed away. And so she was calling because she's like, is it possible that this could be my brother coming back? I mean, she's like, exact. she was his face, because he was three. You know, so that baby face is still there when they're three years old. And she said, is it possible that he could be coming back in my life and I'm going to actually get to see him again and be with him again? And, and it was interesting because I had not had this happen before. His spirit came in and walked around or zoomed around to my left and came out in the front like, hey, I'm coming back. It was just the most sweet and wonderful reading I think I've ever had and we were all in tears Olivia's tearing up right now it was just a wonderful reading like this that these souls do come back and of course they have another life and of course we always have things that we have to learn and that we have to go through and sometimes it's just at our time and sometimes it is our time you know I mean I have a connection with some folks that I recently um got to know and I went to go see them earlier this week and um, I was talking to the wife of this couple that I know 
and they have a 33-year-old son. He's pretty cool. My son and his son have recently been talking. Anyway, I know this married couple, and um, I went to their house to get some things, and when I was there, the wife came out, and she looked very um, disheveled, and she's usually pretty together. And I just, I was kind of getting ready to go, and I said, are you okay, Mary? And she's like, well, you know, last week after we saw you the last time, we were meeting with our son, we were moving, and he was going to help us move on Sunday, and Saturday we had done all this moving, and he was helping us, and then on Sunday, he stayed, Saturday night, he stayed at our old house, we got to stay at our new house and settle in, and we were calling him the next morning, he was going to borrow a truck and a trailer to help us move some more heavy stuff, and so we called him Sunday morning. There was no answer, no answer. We're like, well, maybe he's with his friend, whatever. And so we went to the house. We get there, and his car was still there, but he's not answering his phone. We can't see him. We went, walked all around the property, behind some of the outbuildings, couldn't see him anywhere. Well, we just figured maybe his friend came and picked him up. That way they wouldn't have to rotate cars later to borrow this person's truck and trailer to move some things because we had sold our home. So... We're in the house for like an hour, hour and a half. We finally just called his friend and said, hey, have you seen, you know, our son? We, he, I know that he was coming over to pick up. He's like, well, no, I was actually going to call you guys. I haven't seen him either. And we're like, what? We're like, well, his car is here. So we figured you just came and got him. He's like, I haven't seen him. I haven't heard from him. I've been trying to call him. There's no answer. But he's like, hey, if you see him, let us know. I said, yeah, if we see him, we'll let you know. She said about another half hour. So now it's about an hour and a half into the house. And they're packing up things and loading them in the car and taping things and labeling things and they went in the bedroom to go get something and their son was in bed and he was gone he was dead he had died in his sleep he's 33 years old and it's just like what I said are you kidding me and it's so weird because they did not know what was wrong they had to do an autopsy they're waiting for the results um and I cannot get anything me neither do you think that maybe he had, like, a heart condition that nobody knew about? She did tell me that they called his physician, and the physician said that he had been given a diagnosis. And it was a bad diagnosis, and he made the decision not to do anything about it, but they don't know what it is. And the doctor's office will not tell them until they can perform the autopsy. And the body has to be either buried or cremated, and they have, like, a two-week waiting list because of COVID still for the, crema- for the cremation. And so until he's cremated or buried, they cannot release anything or until they get the final results of the autopsy, which is going to be a little while as well. You'll have to tell me what the result was. I don't know if I'm ever going to find out. No. Well, okay. So as people might know or not, might not know, spirits will show me things that have happened in my life to explain questions. Always. That's what they do. And the first thing that you, I got was when they said they couldn't find them, that he was in his bedroom, mm-hmm. but he's, he's being very, very sleep. quiet. So, he was very quiet to begin with. Okay, so then that makes sense. Well, the next thing that he showed me was something that happened to me. When I was in high school, there was a kid that died in our school that I wasn't friends with, but a whole bunch of other people were, and I guess he was a very wonderful, nice, exuberant person. And he ended up passing away in his sleep because he had a heart condition. And the kid that was at my school had a pacemaker, but he still passed away. So everyone was like, how is it that his pacemaker failed him and he still he still passed. It makes no sense. And you're saying like, sometimes things happen because they're supposed to happen, whether we like them or not. And he showed me all of those things just really quickly, but he doesn't want to say anything else. He's very quiet. Yeah, he's very quiet. I kind of feel like maybe he did something and he took his own life, but I don't know. Cause he's super quiet, but I can't say for sure. Yeah. Me neither. Right. It's weird. It's very it's muddled. like a whisper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. 
Yeah, isn't that weird? It is weird. Well, they don't want to say anything if they don't want to. And I feel like he doesn't necessarily want to, but that's what I got, whether that means anything or not. Well, on the other hand, too, I find interactions like this very interesting because there's this misnomer in the world, I feel, that when people die, they get a set of wings and they're perfect and they're angels and they're wonderful and they're great because they're in heaven now. Uh, Stop the bus. That ain't the way it works. When you die, you're the same. If somebody was an asshole here when they were here, they were still going to be an asshole on the other side. If somebody's very sweet and caring, they, they carry that over. And I will say this. I've seen different dimensions, and we could talk about that at another time because it's going to be super cool. Nonchalant. I asked you about this because there was a lady <laughs> I talked to that was a freaking fae, and you're like, well, you know, I don't really She was a what? She was a fairy. She was a literal water sprite, water nymph, whatever it is. And I asked you about it because I felt crazy receiving no, this information. This is completely separate. This is the stuff that I talked about with my friend on the other side of town and her partner. Oh, okay. This is completely different. I don't know how that different. has to do with anything with interdimensions, but I'm I'm about well, it. I, I literally I... saw a little Lorax man at Janelle's house who keeps people going through this portal, like how you have at your hospital. Yeah. He guards the portal. But he's not an actual being. He looks like a little Lorax. Precious. No, he doesn't. He doesn't even. He like flaps his feet on the ground like how Emily walks too. But he's this big and he Emily, looks like. Emily, do you look like, like a hobbit? No, I just walk heavily. I just walk heavily. Heels down, mom. Yeah. I'm a horseback rider. I was taught to put my heels down. It makes a lot of noise when you put your heel down first. She does have really great heels in the saddle, by the way. Mm-hmm. Wow, now it sounds weird. Equitation princess. No, I remember when she, I remember, remember when you rode Kate at my property? Uh-huh. And you like hauled ass from like one end to the other. And I think you had like sneakers or bare feet. Something. That's <laughs> happened like, a lot of go, times. You're like, so like, does she like go fast? <laughs> I was like, um, she's got thoroughbred nah. in her. And you were like, cool. And I said, go all cool. the way back. And she took off. You went flying by. That's why our trainer used to put Emily on all the horses that would kill other children because Emily doesn't come off because her heels go straight down to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Where my heart is. (laughs) All right. So now that you're all excited about talking about interdimensions, which we'll have to do on another Paranormal Stories. But it's not interdimensions. These are dimensions. These are... Oh, you're getting me They're all like riled up because I would love universes. to write a book about this because we were just talking about me writing a book and so many people have said that I should write a book. Um, but yet it's funny because the subject matter is never talked about. It's just like, you should write a book. You should write a book. People just know me or have talked to me or whatever. And what is like, it though? What do you see? Okay, give us the cliff notes, but not not a lot. Can you do I, that? I am very good friends with one of my clients, which has been very difficult for me. Anyway... The one I'm supposed to do a pet reading for? Possibly. Okay. Her partner of 30-some years passed away several years, many years ago. I came so close to meeting her on so many different occasions, but never actually did. I did speak to her. She was terminally ill. She did have an episode where she wound up in the hospital, and she crossed over momentarily. And at that moment, I was talking to a mutual friend of ours who happens to be a, 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 a reverend. And I said, I said, you need to go to the hospital and talk to so-and-so because so-and-so, I feel like she's on the other side because I'm having a conversation with her. And I don't have people on my right-hand side unless they're dead. And so if she's coming to me on my right-hand side, that tells me she's either dead or dying. And she's telling me stuff about her partner. And 
And all the things that I was telling her, my friend was telling me, yes, that's true. Yes, that happened. Yes, she did say that. So she was confirming everything she was telling me, which is what spirit does. They'll say specific things in the presence of another person to put everything all together. So interestingly enough, she ended up not passing away, went home for probably a month or two more before she actually did finally pass. In that time frame, her friend, the mutual friend of ours who was the Reverend, was at her house and she told her, having never met me, although we did try to get together a couple of times, it just never worked out. She said, listen, I passed over for a little while. By the way, this woman was also a medium while she was here in the real life. She said, I passed over and I went to the other side and I spoke to, I believe, a medium here. And she said... Yo, it was me. <laughs> and she said she had... Um, Red, kind of fuzzy hair. Oh, because she never met you. Right. Ow! Oh, boom. Booyah. <laughs> Emily's You're just peaking. watching me peek. <laughs> You're peeking. So when she passed and I went to go see her partner and give her a reading, she showed me where she is on the other side. And that, I think, is what I probably should write a book about. The question what is. What is it? I can't say. Well, why not? Because I'm really not even sure how to explain it. There was another area that she was taken or wound up, um, sequestered, if you will. And when I did go to her partner's house to give readings, she would be off in the right-hand distance in front of me to the right, like in a corner. And she would be behind closed doors. And the only thing I can think of is like, and you guys are too young, like Camelot and the Night of and the and the Table of Knights, and it was like this order, if you will, of exclusivity, of higher ups, in the higher up, of of a sequesterment of education, a sequesterment of learning, a sequesterment of teaching certain souls that come to the other side. So it's what re- what Liv refers to as summer camp <laughs> before you cross over. Well, oh no, no, no she no. had no, no, no. This was a whole nother dimension. Well, whole this n- was for pe- uh, for beings that don't need a teaching. They mm. are the teachers. It's how so to then become. How is she there? Mm. This is how mom and I know that there's levels of spiritual consciousness. She and that- is up there to <laughs> pass on knowledge. She is up there to. Lived a lot of lives, which she knew when she was here. Yes, and that's why now that and she's she knew that this over, was her last life, and she was not going to be, as we would say, reincarnating. She was not going to be coming back. She was going to be going into an area of like nirvana. No, no, she has a job. It's not just bliss and happiness. And not there are people anything. that oversee us. There are people that are above us. There are people that. Um, covet us. But is she coming back and reincarnating? No, exactly. But when you say nirvana, people think that that's just like everlasting happiness and honey, but that's not Mm. what it is. She has a job. She has a higher job. She's now like not spirit guides, but above spirit guides. Makes sense. Yeah, I think you've told me this story too about your mom where she like kind of turns into an angel and they told her that you essentially have a choice of what you could do at a certain point in mm. your existence. No. It's even beyond that. That's why I feel like I need to write a book because she showed me a whole new area, a whole new pathway. I'm pulling cards for her, sorry. 
For who? I don't know. Pulling, Pulling cards, cards for, for who? who? Your friend that we're talking about. Uh, Why? She's dead. Because it's fun. I'm okay. not pulling them. She's pulling them. Does that make sense? Yes. Sorry, continue while I pull cards. We'll so, do this later. I just, I found it um, interesting to see what she was going through. Like, she would, when I would go to do readings with her partner and her partner wanted to talk to her, she would have to kind of say, I really can't do that right now because they're here and they're watching me and I'm in class, basically. And I have to learn to be basically like a Yoda. Like, she was going to be the master. It's like a whole... You know, like Oprah Winfrey's master level class. Why was she telling you things? Mm-hmm. She was showing me things, yep. But like, why you? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> that was challenging you. Doesn't that make you feel like you have a certain reason for something? Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. And she was very, very vivid and very concise about what she did. And, and one of the things that she showed me was whatever like 10 or 12 levels above magical is, is what she showed me. And it's basically what life is all about. And I keep trying to tell people that, but nobody wants to seem to understand or listen to that. Magic? Hence the reason that I feel like I need to write a book. And honestly, I think that in the process of writing that book, I will learn a lot. Didn't I just tell you and that it you all ne- makes didn't sense? Didn't I just tell you that you needed to listen to your spirit guides and by doing that you'd be writing that's exactly what I was just talking about. Because I was like, she's going to write about metaphysical things. And she's going to learn so much because her guides are going to help her through writing it. Because she doesn't freaking listen to them because she thinks she's too cool. And then she's like, she's oh, I'm going to write about a book about my my like 50 shades of gray. And everyone's going to love it. And now, <laughs> you're, shades of and now you're telling me that you want to write a spiritual book. And that's exactly what I was seeing. But I don't think it's a spiritual book. I'm more. I'm not that metaphysically flying high. I I'm know, very grounded. But it, is. but it is. I know, but it's at a whole new level that I wish other people would start to try to understand. Well, they're not mediums, so. Right. That's why I want to make it as easy as possible. I mean, yeah. forget all the fancy terms and this and that. I want it to just be at a very simple, understandable level by any layman. And you don't, you don't feel like you're you know, stupid because you don't know this or you're not informed because you don't know that or you have to look up something and say, what's that word mean or what's this word mean or what does that phrase refer to? I want just to people to say, okay, that makes sense. I get it. Like when I'm, when I'm at work as a nurse, and I always tell people, if you don't know exactly why, then why should you comply? I take the time to explain what's wrong with them and why it's important because then if they do know, then it makes sense and you have to explain it in a way that they can identify with. What you doing, Livia? I'm moving the cards because you're friend. Oh. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't work. This okay. is the medium friend pulling cards for you that she was talking about? Yeah. So Olivia is pulling, are those Teddy's tarot cards? Uh-huh. Olivia is pulling some wacky tarot cards out while I'm sitting here talking about my friend who is on the other side at a master level for lack of a better term, of um, which is why there's like forty ascension. cards on the table right now. Ugh. So let me see: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, or seventeen. You got them scattered really weirdly. Yeah, I read tarot like uh, kind of like for the Julie poops and giggle lives. It's kind of like how Julie reads Oem in her other podcast. She reads it like a tree, so she starts from the trunk of the tree, and then she goes up to the top, 
So anything closer to the person I'm reading is the past or the problem. And then the further you get away from it, the further in the future it is. And then everything on the right is positive and everything on the left is negative. That's a lot of cards there, Liv. I feel like that one should be there, but the one above it should be flipped. Uh. And that's either your first card or your, it should be your last card. I'm not sure. <coughs> she said three of those cards are imposters. You'll know which ones they are. Uh-uh. She jumps in. I can't help it. I've been reading her for a long time. <laughs> no, she said put it back. Don't take them out. You'll turn them all over. One of them is, three of them are imposters. You'll figure it out. Well, she pulled them. She's testing you now. Welcome to class with Christian. (laughs) I don't know if I'm ready to be tested for things. I just learned how to read tarot. I don't know, but she's testing you right now. I'm really enjoying this. Okay, so for the people that don't know, tarot cards are not pulled by you. They're pulled by the guides around you uh, because they know your life better than you do. I can hear your fingertips moving. That's a lot of things on the table. Oh, okay. Wait, what's with these two cards up here? Yeah. I don't think this is one. Because I don't know what any of these cards mean. I just go by I just go by how they feel. Emily, Olivia's going to choose and pick, and you need to start reading them. These ones are the ones that don't matter. Everything matters, she said. Mm. You just need to read the cards first. Emily needs to read them. You're not supposed to read them, Emily is, just so you know. I know. That's how we go. That's how all of oh. us always go. I don't know that. <laughs> but of course she does. All right, Emily, go for it. Okay. <laughs> the fact that she's saying that Emily needs to read the cards, swanky. Is that good? I don't know what that means. Literally, this yeah. is what Emily and I do. Oh, she reads tarot that. cards, and I pull the cards and then move them because okay. I don't read them. I just read the energy. Okay. Okay, you have the Nine of Wands in reverse, which is a struggle, overwhelm, giving up, withdrawal. You have the Six of Cups, which is a letting go of the past. We're living in the past. Oh, she said this is you. No, this is for her. It's you. No, I didn't want her to pull cards for me. She said she she was going to pull cards for me or for you. Mm. This is your life. You have the two of wands, which is on the good side, and it is the fear of unknown, fear of change, lack of planning. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh at me with that side eye. A little cackle <laughs> of disapproval. <laughs> it's like Trooper's sigh of discontent. <laughs> um, your six of wands. Your six of wands is success and public recognition. You will get self-confidence. You have the Four of Pentacles in reverse, which is you need to let go of things. You need to hold that card, she said. This card? Olivia needs to hold that card. I know. I don't want to touch the butt. You need to. Yeah, you need self-confidence. You need to You need to protect yourself. That's the biggest thing. You're not protecting oh, yourself, yeah. she said. protection You're spreading yourself out too much for people to come in. You need to protect yourself and pull it back. There's a bee in here. Really? Focus, child. <laughs> How did you get in here? Uh, he flew. Uh, girls, bees are girls. Sorry. Okay, so that is the card that you need to hold on to. That represents you strongly right now and for the next probably two or three years. You don't protect yourself enough and you need to. From what? It is going to aid you. You are letting spirit in too much. I feel like I'm not letting them in enough. You're letting them in too much. I feel you don't need like to give people as much information as you think you do. Uh, you're, 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 you're being try hard. Your queen of swords is a clear boundary. Which one of the cards directly in front of you of those first three is upside down? 
they're all, all of them. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> the six of pentacles in reverse is the one-sided clarity. You're too generous, too gullible. I don't need a tarot reading. I already know all of this because it's what it always screams at me. Because you don't listen. Dun, That's dun, why my tarot dun. deck doesn't like you. <laughs> For any of you who missed that, the deck does not like Olivia. Well, this deck is fine. The other deck doesn't like her because she doesn't listen. And she has too many emotions, which is why she doesn't listen. Or something like that. That's what it told me. <laughs> so Didn't it tell you the same thing about me? No. Okay, never mind. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you have the hangman. The hangman is a pause, a surrender. You need to let go and gain new perspectives. You have the page of cups, which is a like a creative opportunity or an intuitive message. Is that the one up here in the far right-hand corner? I'm Where's on this third. one in the far right-hand corner? All the way up above that. Yes. That is a new love relationship. You need to grab that card. It's going to be a love with myself. Um, it card. would be upside down if it was self-love. But it is love with other people when it is upright, which it is. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fight you. <laughs> Place your bets. We've got Olivia versus um, well, who Well, why does she want you to pick that card up? Because it's very important. I don't no, know. Not touching the butt. Okay, but where's that other card that you put back down? <clears throat> yep, you need to pick up that one. This is for a reason. I don't know either, but I just know that she's always right. <laughs> so pick that card up and then the other one and hang on to it. Now, what's the one next to that one? Right there? Yes. That is temperance in reverse. That is uh, self-healing, okay. excess of yourself. Grab that one. No. That's also important. Stop telling me what to do. Don't not listen to the dead. I can tell you that right now. There you go. <laughs> Especially Christian. <laughs> Any more? The one over at the far corner. No, second one from the top. No, right in the middle. Cross that one, two, three, four, fifth card over. Nope, down one. Yes. What is that? The eight of wands in reverse is lack of progress, resisting change. Okay, grab that one. Okay, keep reading. <laughs> Okay, so you have the full card, which is a new beginning. Um, it's a free spirit, spontaneity, someone who's very naive, who's about to, like, take a step without looking first. Okay, take that card, too, also. No, I'm not <sighs> holding the whole deck. You're not going to hold the whole no, deck. No, this isn't you. No, this, this is, is... No, it's not Christian. Okay. This is you. No, it's not. It is not. It's you. Okay, whatever, Olivia. And you have the death card, which is something will end, and it will end in transformation. So whatever ends will will give you a transformation. What's the card at the very top? I know about the card at the very top. Tell me to pick it up. Just do it. Come on. Fucking tell me. <laughs> what are they telling I you to pick it up know. too? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. What is it? <laughs> it's the seven of swords in reverse. Which is a self-deceit, <laughs> imposter syndrome. <laughs> Always. It talks Always. about how I need to love myself and be able to do what I do and accept who I am. Otherwise, I can't have relationships with myself if I don't love who I am because I have problems with my mediumship. I am not confident with it. 
The last time I read you, it showed me that you're going to have a huge transformation that is going to affect multiple aspects of your life, and you will not be able to avoid whatever is coming to you, but you can choose how it affects things in your life. What's the card right here on the closest to the mind or whatever? Yeah, it's that one. What is that? That is the Queen of Swords. That is a clear boundary, direct communication, independence. You can take that card out. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's not an issue. So, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not. That's why it's on the right-hand side, because it's, it's a, good a good thing. thing. Okay. You have it. So, you can, but I mean, you can take that out, because we're going to, she's going to break it down from what I'm understanding, from what she's telling me. So, we don't need that. That's a, that's a given. Um, you got to leave those in your hands. What's wrong with the wings or whatever? What is that? What is that? Six of wands. The six of wands. Is, is that a good? It's success, public recognition. Yeah, pick that one up. Victory. It scares me. Why? Because uh, the more people that know what I do, the more opportunity I have for people to gaslight me. That's why it's on your negative side. That's why I'm afraid of success. I want success, but until I deal with the fact that I am a medium and I'm not crazy. But you're going to always be dealing with it. It's never going to be like, oh, that's not going to happen. Because it's always transforming. It's always moving. It has to. I Otherwise know that, but it's, I struggle with it. I have to just accept it, and it's yeah. hard for me to accept. But it's going to be a lead to my success, an M&I success. Like, we're doing so well with this business, it's ridiculous. It makes no sense to me. What's the very, this, yes. The Knight of Wands. Um, the Knight of Wands in reverse is delay, setback, frustration, scattered energy. It. it doesn't mean anything, I no, guess. No, it doesn't need to be there. Yeah. What's the one next to it? Nope, up one. Um, the Nine of Pentacles. Mm-hmm. The Nine of Pentacles in reverse is a lack of independence over investment in work, hustling. Leave it on the table. What's beneath it? One. This one? No, over one. The Page of Cups. Mm-hmm. The Page of Cups is a creative opportunity Pick and intuitive up. message. What's the one next to Tell it? Tell her she's not allowed to like give me so much energy that I get the chills. <laughs> What's the one next to it? The hangman, it's a pause, surrender, letting go. Let go. Perspective. Yeah, get rid of it. You don't need it. There's three. three. This one's right here. What's that? The death card. That okay. is something that ends, that need to will pick lead that up. to transi- transformation. That was important. Okay. Can you ask her what that transformation, what's going to We're end? We're getting to that. It's something okay. to do with your purpose. No, it's not. Grab that that's next card. Right by time. your hand, yeah. What's that one? The six of pentacles. The that six was of very pentacles. Traumatic. Why is that so traumatic? The six of pentacles in reverse is one-sided clarity. It's too generous and gullible. Why? Oh, why it's painful so to me? You get to choose that card if you want to keep it or not. <laughs> Don't make me cry. <laughs> because that's exactly the issue that you have. Yeah, it is. That is also on your negative side. You are too generous, and it is taking a toll on you. It is. So you have to choose, she said, whether you want to throw that aside and it's not an issue or if you feel like you should keep it because you have to deal with it. What do you think she should do with it? I can't that? tell her that she has to decide. This is for her. Okay. <laughs> like, what does the woman you're talking to think? She won't make that decision either. She well, said I know. she. It's not for her to make. I'm always too generous. Mm-hmm. I try to not be gullible with my generosity, but it's hard. It's more like. People take advantage of you and you Let me put this it. into, Christian wants to put it into perspective. So how many cards did we throw out so far? Three. So we have our three that we talked about. So 
It's your choice. It's free will, remember? Yeah. So you can throw that card to the side or you can keep it. But what we're going to do is we're going to take the cards that you're holding on to and we're going to lay them out again. And then that's going to be your cards that you need to read yourself with. So we're getting to that. But this one, you need to decide if you want to keep it. It's a free card. It's a free will card. It's your free will if you want to keep it or if you want to throw it out as in the grand scheme of the cards that we're going to read. So now that she's giving you the insight into the cards that you're shuffling right now, do you want to add that card to the shuffle or do you want to discard it from the shuffle? Can you got to put your big girl panties on for this one. Can I ask you a question? Yes. So you're talking about that as free will, a decision that you have to make? Is no, it's her free will whether or not she wants to have that card well, in the mix or if she feels that she can discard it. What I'm saying is it's her free will to make that decision. Is there things in your life that you don't have control over that you would think that you would? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't the know. How did you just say? You don't even know what you just said. <laughs> you just looked at us like, what did I just say? <laughs> I don't know. Like, if you're presented with a decision, but you don't actually, like, Here's you what I think. allowed to decide. I think you should throw it in the mix of the cards that we're going to lay out when we're done. And when you throw it into the mix, it's going to help you decide whether or not it's necessary. Well, I feel like I can't. I want to be less generous because then I will have less shit to deal with and not overexert myself in giving to others. But if I don't do that, then I'm not being who I truly am. So Pat Pirelli said to me, I said, my horse is crazy and she's such an independent little pain in the butt and she's a wild child and I don't know how to take that wild child out. And you remember what he said to me? Yeah. He said, are you sure you want to take that wild child out? Because I'm looking at you, and you're the same way. So maybe that wild child is a reflection of you. Horses are a reflection of a mirror. Be careful what you look for and what you see, because you might just see yourself, and you may have to deal with that. So I think if you put that card in the mix, it'll help you deal with it and look at it. And it may not be such a bad thing. It is, however, who you are. Yeah, so I can't just throw it out. I just okay, need to then. learn so how to deal go. with it. So put it in the mix. Perfect. Good choice. <laughs> So what's the card right down here in the far corner on the far right-hand side? Oh, that one? Yeah. The Two of Wands. The Two of Wands in reverse is a lack of, oh, sorry. The Two of Wands in reverse is a fear of the unknown, your fear of change. Do you think you need that one? No. I don't think so either. <laughs> Neither does Christian. Okay. What's, pick one, I don't care. Two, what is it, Nine of Wands? The Nine of Wands is a, uh... It's in reverse, so it is a struggling, stubborn, overwhelmed, giving up, withdrawal. That's what I want to do, but I don't. <laughs> I am here today. I'm so tired. So that goes in the mix. Two more. And then there were two. Six of cups. The six of cups in reverse is letting go of the past or living in the past. She said no, but it's up to you. And then there was one. The nine of pentacles in reverse is a lack of independence. It's overinvestment in work. What, you want me to throw it out? Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. Okay. So set the ones in your hand aside. Just set them down, face down. Now, let's look at the ones that you got rid of. Is this like therapy? <laughs> I don't know. Does it feel like it? Yes. I'm just the medium I in feel, this. I feel like you want the answer and she's going to help you. Yeah. Because but my mom's doing it and she knows I don't want to hear anything from my mom. <laughs> so it's like therapy. No, this is Christian for sure. So just lay those out. These are the things that you have moved away from. 
this is a good thing. This is not, I mean, I mean, if you want to call it therapy, that's fine. But this is a woman who had three lives that she was aware of in this world, both as a man, as a woman, and as a lesbian, and a medium. Was she a medium in all those lives? I don't know. But she's on the other side, and she's at an ascended level that is very, very reverent and very cool. So these are things that of the 17 cards that you pick, there's six things, okay? Now, remember in the beginning, she said that three of these cards were imposters. Are they in here? And maybe they should be put back in the pile to save, or are they not? And that also goes true for the pile that you have above that. So these are all things that you picked that you feel you've conquered and are not an issue necessarily, at least not daily or regularly. Does that make sense? Yeah. This is her helping you. This is what Christian does. She's very good at it. Okay. I have to pee. Well, <laughs> I want to look at the other well. cards that you have. Well, she wants you to look at the other cards you have. Leave those laid out so you can see the comparison of, of where you've been and where you're going to go. We're going to have to do M. You know that, right? <laughs> I have to go mow my yard. <laughs> you started this. <laughs> and lay down, match my horses, and do so many things that's ridiculous. You started this. <laughs> Sharing is caring. I don't care. <laughs> I, I care. I'm an Aries. I don't care. <laughs> I'm also an Aries, and I care too much. Well, she doesn't care about you're not caring. <laughs> know, right? Because I'm an Aries. <laughs> you can't sing out my Aries to cancel yours in. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> so if you don't realize what you've moved away from, then it's no point moving into what you're going to become. And so... She's reminding me what I used to tell my students when I used to teach writing lessons. If you look at where you are, now imagine you're sitting on the back of a horse. But this also applies to life. It's a great metaphor. If you look at where you are, that is where you will end up. If you pick your head up and look at where you're going to go, you will go there. It's very true. Let's <laughs> be mock Olivia's life. <laughs> I hate it. Okay. <clears throat> What the mm. hell happened while I was looking for the man with the frog hand? <laughs> a lot of the cards flipped over. What does that mean? Well, they mean the opposite, essentially. Okay, are you going to tell me which ones to read, or am I just going to read them as a whole? Because I feel like I read both of them twice. <laughs> oh, you flipping some back over? Oh, okay. Now they flipped back over. <laughs> that one, okay, it feels good now. Feels good now? Feels good now. I don't get any itches. I've got a pill for that. That's how I flip every. I put my hands on the cards and my mm. like arm like itches, and I know that I have to move them. Pills. Okay, so your first card is the six of wands. It is sideways, which means it can go either way. This is the public recognition versus the fall from grace failure card, which makes sense why that is your trunk. <laughs> Um, you have the Eight of Wands in reverse. This one was also reversed in the last one. This is a lack of progress and a resisting to change. And then you have the Six of Pentacles on its side, which was your generosity card, which you had a choice of having or not having. So this is, again, a choice because it is sideways. So you have generosity or being too generous. Like being taken advantage of. Okay, next line, you have the full card in reverse, which is holding back or being a little bit reckless. You have the seven of swords in reverse, 
The Seven of Swords in reverse is self-deceit. You are you have imposter syndrome. Um, you have the Temperance card, which is like a uh, it's a balance, uh, calmness, tranquility, purpose, and then. The next card is the Four of Pentacles, which is holding on to things, and it is sideways. So you want to hold on something because it is making you feel secure, but you need to let it go. You need to be able to protect yourself from it. You have the Nine of Wands in reverse, which again is overwhelm and giving up withdrawal. You have the death card upright, which is something is going to end, which will change everything, which will give you a transformation. You have the page of cups sideways. The page of cups as it is sideways is either you're going to listen to these intuitive messages or you're going to doubt your intuition. And then you have your ace of cups, which deals with like a balance because this is also sideways this is a balance of relationships with others and relationships with yourself makes more sense i'm so hungry we also didn't tell another story <laughs> now that everyone knows all my cards do me now <laughs> oh my gosh okay we have fruit stacks now but it's my turn yep <laughs> okay so you want me to read these yeah I can't read them. Well, I'm just, I don't know. She had me do a lot of weird things. Okay. We have the Ten of Wands. It is sideways. This card deals with a, um, it deals with burden. And it, because it is sideways, it deals with, you know, your burden is there and you're trying to carry all of it at once. You or Olivia? Me. Right. Yeah. It's like, I know my burden and I'm allowed, and I am allowing it. Because that doesn't bother you. It doesn't, no. my burden doesn't bother me. No, not really. It's a you choice. You kind of like, it's somebody else's problem, it's not mine. <laughs> and if it's mine, I'll handle it, and it's none of your fucking business if I do. Yeah, that, that's accurate. <laughs> so it's not something that's prevalent. It's not, it's not relevant. It's not, a, it has no relevance. Well, relevance. I, I mean, it care. just, it really doesn't. Relevance. Thank you. I told you I'm really tired. Okay. And then you have, I have the four of cups in reverse. This is a seizing of opportunities, and I am ending stagnation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that definitely has to do with, like, our business and not taking crap anymore. So the seven of pentacles, um, this deals with, like, a long-term reward, uh, sustainability, sustainable results. Leave it for now. Go to another one. Um, the high priestess, it deals with intuition, the subconscious mind, sacred knowledge. That's insignificant. You don't need it. You already know that. <laughs> yeah, I knew That's that what too. I was telling you earlier, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, then you have the seven of vials in reverse. It needs to be turned right side up. Well, in that case, it is multiple priorities. I just want to explain that my mom's not looking at the cards right now. She's falling asleep with her head on I'm the microphone. And she's just Not that she could read them anyways. Listening <laughs> to whoever's talking. Right, because be looking at them is just confusing, so... Yeah, so the Seven of Cups deals with a like many choices, a lot of opportunities, yeah, you need to pick that wishful up. thinking. And then we have the Six of Cups in reverse. 
You need to be turned upside or right side up. Right side up. Yeah, That's interesting because this is letting go of your past. <coughs> so it's up to you whether you want to throw that one out or keep it. Yeah, uh-huh. I would like to throw that one out. <laughs> that one is, um, when it was in reverse, it's letting go of your past. It is your childhood memories, which I have a lot of trauma in my childhood memories. But what so does it mean upright? But that's in reverse? Yeah, in reverse. But I turn it upright, didn't I? Yeah, upright is like nostalgia, childhood memories, innocence, joy. You can get rid of that because you know what they are and you're dealing with it and or have dealt with it. It's become part of you. It hasn't it hasn't maintained a hindrance of you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. It makes sense that you made me flip it over, too. Okay. And why I put it that way. <laughs> um, you have the King of Swords sideways. This is mental clarity and also uh, inner truth and manipulation. What is it if it's upside down? Upside down is inner truth, manipulation, misuse of power, quiet power. And if it's the right side up? Mental clarity, intellectual power, authority, truth. Leave it sideways. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So we have the two of pentacles. It is multiple priorities, time management, prioritization, adaptability. This one refers to you and Jarrett. What is it if it's upside down? Overcommitment, lack of balance, disorganization. Leave it sideways. Sideways. The Emperor card, this is like authority, structure, power. It's upright. Okay, leave it upright. Um, You have... That's your most powerful card. That one needs to be wherever you put it at the top, the side, the bottom, whatever. That is your primary card right now, and it's going to be for the next, like, three to five years, just so you know. Yeah, that gives me a lot of insight. (laughs) And what does it mean again? That guy is, like, the big boss. He, like, tells everybody else what to do. He is the structure. He is authority. He is the establishment power father figure. Emily is the establishment. She's my establishment. It's like I'm taking control over my life instead of letting it live me. You're also taking control of my life because I was <laughs> talking to one of my clients the other day about you, and she's like, oh, she sounds like a manager. And I was like, oh, she's actually my best friend. <laughs> Yang manage, live. <laughs> Next card. Okay, so I have the page of cups in reverse. This deals with doubting intuition, emotionally vulnerable, creative blocks. Turn it sideways. Sideways. Um, the upright version of this is intuitive messages. So that's a choice between getting intuitive messaging messages and believing it. The two of cups in reverse is disharmony, breakups, unhappy couples, and self-love. That's in reverse? Yep. Is it reverse right now? It is in reverse right now. Turn it upright. Turn it upright. What does it mean then? Partnership, unity, harmony, mutual attraction. That's your second most important card. Why? Because if you don't have that, you're a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But partnership with who? Everything. Everything. You need to have that partnership. If you don't have it, then you get nasty, and then people don't understand why. Oh. And you turn off and you shut down and back away because you just don't want to deal with it because they're too ignorant to realize that it's more important to have that harmony. Is that like a social thing? No, it, it just you prefer to have harmony, and if there isn't any, then you just mm. don't deal with it at all. Okay, I got but you. But if there is, then you're a totally different person. 
Yeah. It changes who you are. I want things to be balanced. Mm-hmm. And yeah. in, in your opinion, it's really simple to achieve that balance, and other people make it so ridiculously hard, and you just think that they're idiots and morons for that. That's and so me. you just like, they're like, yeah, I don't really feel like I need to deal with you because you make this shit way too hard. It's super simple. It's very accurate. Yeah. So that's your second. <laughs> that's your second most important card. I forget what the first one was. The Emperor. Yeah. Um. So then you have the Knight of Swords. The Knight of Swords is on its side so it is ambitious action taker but also out of control and unfocused so this card you can also choose if you want to keep it or throw it out i just want it to be upright okay well yeah <laughs> so then we're going to keep it i want to be focused and okay. capable so then turn upright so that that's more of an achievable um, other way <laughs> Because we just spin it around, make it dizzy. <laughs> and then I have the hangman card in reverse, which is delays, resisting, stalling, and decision. Turn upright. The hangman in its upright is a pause, a surrender, letting go. Yeah. New perspective. Yeah. And the last card at the top is the two paths. So it is sideways. So it is either the fear of change or... It is. Who put it sideways, you or Olivia? I did that. Why? Because I just. Shuffles and gets <laughs> in the background. Are you frying eggs? Are you and that's, that'd be how it do. Don't, I'm not a medium. I don't know how it works. Okay, so what's that card mean again? If it is upright, the two of wands means future planning, progress, decisions, discovery. Is it upright right now or sideways? It is sideways. Okay. And if it's upside down, it is fear of the unknown, fear of change, lack of planning, indecisiveness. Usually deals with two paths that you are allowing to take. Leave it sideways because you still have those paths for yourself. Uh huh. <laughs> and I don't want to change, so I won't go onto the path. What is the path? What is the decision? Take a picture of the cards as they are right now so you can remember it. Okay. Mom's tired. Christian popped in. She's got other spiritual shiznit to do. So our next episode is going to be about spirit guides. Wait, oh no. The Claire's? The Claire's. Claire's spirit guides. Which one are we doing, Em? My Claire's. manager. Ah, it's going to be about Claire's. Claire's. Is that like a donut, like an eclair? That bitch. <laughs> no, it's how spirits communicate with you as medium. How do they communicate? I fuck if I knew. Your clairvoyance, clairaudience, clair... Uh, cognizance, clairsentience, clair something with an A, and clairgustance, clairalens, clairalens, and clairgustance. E aliens. Go wee wee God help me. <laughs> what are the paths? Tell me. No one tells me. Maybe this woman might. Here's the deal. Okay. You just. <laughs> sometimes it's, you're not supposed to know what the paths are. You just have to take them and trust. You have to just have faith. I mean, you really do. You just have to have faith and believe. It's going to be the fairy paths that Em and I have and underneath our it, houses that but connect But if you question them. it, that's, here's the thing, though, guys. If you question it, what is my path? Is it really there? Blah, 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 blah. Eh, don't do that. Specifically those noises. <laughs> <laughs> eh, don't do that because... Then it won't happen. So I've said this before, and I'm going to keep saying it. 
you're driving down the road every day on your way to work, to the grocery store, to the bar, to the race house, to the casino, to whatever. And on the opposite side of the road, each lane is, what, 12 feet wide with a 10 foot on either side of two feet. No vehicle can be more than eight feet, six inches in width. So you're driving down the road and you're within at all times eight feet of another human being wielding at you at an extreme amount of speed coming in the opposite direction. And every single day we do this and we pass thousands of people a week and we just faith and trust that they will not veer and smash into us head on. Because if they did, it would probably more than likely kill you. So every day we get in our vehicles and we drive like it's no big deal, like it's second nature, like breathing. And we trust that the people that we don't even know who could have whatever medical condition or psychological imperfection are not going to hit us and kill us. Don't we think that we deserve it to give it to ourselves, to believe in ourselves as much as we believe in an absolute stranger that we don't even know to not hit us? Ridiculous, isn't it? But yet we do. We question ourselves every day. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do that. Just do it and have faith in yourself. If you're not going to have faith in yourself, why the hell should anybody else? And by the way, nobody else is going to have faith in you as much as you will yourself. So you owe it to yourself to have that faith and you will do great things. Em but and you I, have to believe. Em and I are, you just got to believe. Mm-hmm. We are programmed to say that every time someone <laughs> says that because of SpongeBob. We are millennials. What are you doing to us? Do you know our brainwashing things? <laughs> I do. There was no bunny in my house and a lot of other things. So... It's okay, Em. I will take your hand into the <laughs> sunset. <clears throat> I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. And Sorry. we're gonna um. we're gonna lead change down that path that we decide to take. But it's just it's about Gross. it's about like okay, there's a difference between knowing something and understanding it. So, Olivia, if you Emily, if you guys met a child in sixth grade, and they were in a traveling riding tre- uh, equestrian team. And they say, well, I love to ride and I really do like horses, but there are these other girls and they're so mean to me and they have all this money. What would you say to that child now after having been through that? I like your your pink riding shirt. Let's be friends. Because that's what happened. (laughs) Would you tell them to stop riding? Who? The girls that have nothing? that get picked on by the other girls that have what seems like everything. Even though you've seen this little girl ride, you know that she's better than they are. Well, yeah, that's why we become friends. Right. But what I'm saying is you would tell her, just keep riding. Don't give up, right? That's why we're going to ride into the sunset, MLA. <clears throat> Sorry again. <laughs> Threw up in my mouth. What it's like to be a Leo and an Aries best friend. Leo's like, I love you. Just love me all the time. Like, I'm an Aries. I don't feel things outwardly in front of people. Hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> My point is people just don't have faith. They don't believe. They don't trust themselves. They trust other people more than they trust themselves because it's easier and it's more familiar because we have to trust more people more than we do ourselves. I say you got to turn that around a little bit and you have to have faith. I know my daughter has seen me do that. It's just odd. You know that my daughter, I can't even like. Emily's scissoring the cards. <laughs> She's doing obscene things with the you cards. You put cards in front of me. I can't not Take those away from them. Olivia. It's just I can't slap her hands. It entices my ADHD or autism, whatever else in there. You know, girls can have Asperger's syndrome. <laughs> okay, oh, burgers. <laughs> I don't think that's why I'm Bob's Burgers. <laughs> touching but. things. All I'm saying is, 
people need to have more faith in themselves and they need to believe in themselves. And if you want something, you just have well, to put it into fruition. My spirit guides keep telling me there's this decision hurtling towards my way and I want to know what it is before it happens so that I can be prepared. <laughs> you can't do that because that's interfering well, why with why are they telling me about it? <laughs> Don't listen. Don't listen. That's what you do and love saying not to do that. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's served me well so far. Just let it on Feral. <laughs> Wait for the surprise. It's worked so well for me this time. As long as there's pizza and ice cream in my future, I don't care. And the cute guy at the there pizza might shop be. that she's had a crush on since she was like 15. I haven't seen him since he's I was there. 15. Joe well, then I maybe I shouldn't have a crush on him if he's still Every there. Every time we walk in, he's like, I want my pizza. He goes, I know, I know, I know. You want extra sauce on top, and then you want me to put it in the oven, and you want to burn it a little bit, and then you want peppercorns on top of that. I know who you are. <laughs> Joe's like, then get going. Let's do it. I'm hungry. I hate people like that. <laughs> They're so annoying. Well, the guy that you have a huge crush on is very salty about Joe and his New York attitude. I'd be salty, pizza. too. He's like, I don't like that guy. So Olivia sees him and her entire face turns red. Her neck turns red. She starts sweating. Her palms One start dripping. One time. <laughs> One time. Just once. Did you tell the whole story about what you were talking about? That was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Like a whole hour ago. <laughs> like a whole hour ago. Well, did you? <laughs> I think so. The reincarnation story. The baby came back. Yeah. her grandson, which is weird. Because spirit doesn't care about boundaries. <laughs> Obviously. The point about that story is that we do all have a purpose. The interesting thing about life is that we just don't know what that purpose is. And we're not supposed to, Emily. And we're supposed but to just Why are they telling me about out. it, Julie? We're supposed to just ride <laughs> out. And, and, and they're, they're enticing you to keep you moving forward. Having it makes faith. me want to move the other way. But you haven't. Because I don't know what I'm moving towards. What do you mean? <laughs> you don't have a choice. Love, life, life comes at you. You just have to deal with it. It's beautiful. It's fabulous. And there's pizza. So next week, we're going to be talking about the Claire's. Learn if it's the E-Claire's, that bitch Claire, or Claire's where everyone got their first ear pierced. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Ha, ha, ha. And don't worry. On cue, that vibration you're hearing is Julie's what? Boyfriend, boyfriend from New York. Boyfriend. <laughs> Calling on the table. <laughs> if you want more content like this, go to our YouTube channel where we filmed a great video that was about basically this, but a different story. It's way scarier, super spooky. And you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, on our website. If you want to book a reading with Emily and I for our medium versus tarot card reading session, which is basically what we just did with a spirit named Christian. If you haven't been here, you blanked out i do that sometimes then go to our website also there's pet psychic readings medium readings and uh i don't know what else what do you else you want what do you else want also oh, if wow. you have any paranormal stories for yourself uh make sure to go to our website to that extras page and make sure you share those stories with us so that we can give a listener story to you guys and sliff can tell you all the spooky things that are actually happening so make sure you go to our website and the extras tab and tell us your spoopy stories. What is the website? Metapsychics.com. Thank my you. My dude. What is that site again, Olivia? Metapsychics.com. <laughs> Emily has ADHD. <laughs> it's menacing. Metapsychics. Metapsychics. Because we're com. your yeah, we're your sidekicks to all things metaphysical. Nice. Mm -hmm. We are your meta sidekicks.
Wow. 